Hey, good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And tonight we have a, a different show, and it's more of a, a show with myself and a bunch of friends, contributors to the page as well as the channel. Um, I decided to do this show because a lot of uh, things that we traditionally do for New Year's Eve, we're not able to do. I don't myself particularly go out on New Year's Eve. It just be too much other stuff going on. So um, I decided to do a show tonight, and um, I'm calling this Let's Talk Why While the Ball Drops. So I have a few of my illustrious friends. We got King Atterbury. We got Maul. We got Sharon, the authors. All of these, all, of, all everybody here is the author except Nicole and Maul, unfortunately. Hopefully soon. We got Nicole, and we got Crown Rules. <laughs> so what's up, y'all? Happy New Year! Happy New Happy Year, bro! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! So, so, right. yeah, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep so, on drinks on day. <laughs> so we, so uh, <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna just do. I know a lot of people that watch the shows may have seen you guys' faces, or may have not. Um, I wanna just do a quick introduction. Of what you guys do and what you what you uh, do for the channel, as well as what you guys do, and I'm gonna start with Sharon first. Uh, <laughs> Sharon, for those in the audience, Sharon is based in Atlanta. She's a Georgia Georgia. Uh, she got her peach on right now as we speak. So um, yeah, showing up peach. It's not quite, but yeah, okay. Sharon, <laughs> I'm a Sharon. northern peach. <laughs> I'm originally from Philly. Okay. Yes. So, hey, everybody. I'm Sharon. And um, I'm great. I'm great. Um, I do a lot of things. I'm an early childhood professional by trade. But recently, I I'm not complaining about 2020 because I became an author not once, but twice. So, um, I now, thank you, do... Um, Collaboration. So my goal is to help a thousand early childhood professionals become authors. So we had um, eight in the first book and six in the second book. So I have a long way to go, but the next book will probably start the cohort in late January, early February. Nice. That's great. So Sharon, you have a, you have a show on the channel every other Wednesday. Uh, yes. Explain to the audience that, uh, what your show is about, basically. 
Wow, it's about whatever we decide. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> my show is called In the Trenches with Early Educators. And um, because I am an educator, it's what I know. However, what people don't realize sometimes is that everything that happens in the world impacts children and families. And so we can talk about current topics of today that in from the perspective of how it impacts children and families. So I'll be on next Wednesday. Yes. yes. <laughs> so 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 we going we going I'm going to go to uh Mall next. Mall, what's up, bro? What's up everybody? All right. Hey. So basically uh Q started up and I promote I used to promote a lot of parties uh then I turned promoting parties into community events where we did everything from music fest to uh treats to just all types of things. Any I'm at the point now where it's all about motivating the next person, uh creating a lane for other people and showing them different ways, you know, for free. You know, it was just we have to get the aspect of everything is not about money. Sometimes the long-term money comes by helping the next man or woman out. So my whole thing is motivating people. And then Q, I know you want to get into resolutions. My thing is, I've seen a lot of posts go up saying, "Oh, my new your New Year's resolutions to start day one tomorrow and every day build a brick by brick and since start the uh, uh, December thirty-first of every single year. If you if you deciding get your your planning is way off, so you have to really. Decide January January one or even before that to start planning for your for your future. Don't don't just wait for that one day and say I'm a you know what I'm about to I'm gonna work out for thirty days. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going through nothing. You really gotta just plan yourself ahead of time. And I'm gonna stop right there. One of one of the unique things uh to the audience that uh Maul did and and most of us call him Maul, but his name is Kevin. Um, one of the things, and I'm going to just say Kevin for the purposes of the production, but one of the things that Kevin did that was very unique is um, two summers ago, Kevin did this water thing. Kevin, explain to them what you did with the water, because I thought that was unique. You come up with a lot of different things, and that was unique. So so I'm going to tell you how I got the idea. I went to Disney World on something with my family. Um, in these hotels, it's so hot in Florida. They have free water stands around the hotels. I was going out the hotel and I'm like, free water? I picked some water up for free. Hold on, Legend. I got Legend right by me too. Come here, buddy. So, say hi, Legend. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> what up? So, what happened was I said, you know what? I'm going to take that same opportunity and bring it back to com my community. So, I put I started putting up water stands up around different places in the community. Uh, it didn't go as well as I, I thought it was, but it was just spurred them on. It wasn't really planned the way I wanted to plan. The presentation was just a bucket, said free water. And then the, the good thing about what happened is people yeah. will call me and say, look, I'm filling up the water. I'm putting more ice in it. You know, and I came back and got it. I did it a couple times, but I thought uh, it could have, I could have, I could have planned it a little bit better than what I did, but I did it. So that's what I got the inspiration with going to Disney World. Wow. I thought that I thought that was very unique because you actually started a trend 
where people would take two or three waters and then drop off a case of water in passing, drop off ice. So this is something that, um, you know, on these hot days in the summer, uh, hopefully when things get back to what we consider normal, that we can continue doing that and it could be a, a way of paying forward definitely in these hot communities. Um, next we'll say, Jules all day, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> What's up, yo? Hi. Oh, so my name is Julia Dozier. I'm uh, not feeling that well, so I'm doing my best right now. Um, I am an educator, um, healthcare administrator. I've also done real estate, but um, my passion is. Um, writing and I'm the author of two published books and my focus is on healing the relationships between men and women in our race um, and to what Maul was saying um, the, the the book that um, Quentin and I discuss um, every Thursday at nine was actually written two years ago and um, to his point, you know, that was a, a dream that was in my heart. I started working on it and I've continued to go back to it to refine it. Um, so it's okay if you, I think if you make a resolution and you start on a day one, but the fulfillment of your dreams happens constantly with continual effort day by day by day and just being prepared for the opportunity. So I'm just so grateful for the platform and to get the information out there. Um, we're helping people, so that's good. That's good. Let me ask you, have you, Jules? Uh, I'm not trying to put you on blast. You know me; I always gotta, <laughs> I always have a, a wrench in the game. Anybody that <laughs> you guys, you guys, always on the show, so you know I always come out of these questions. Little birdies just fly by in my house and just say, "Ask the person this question." <laughs> but um, you ever think about doing a book for? I know your first book, Jules, is uh like a workers' work a workbook for women. Did you yeah. ever think about doing a book for women with the format that you did the men's book, with interviewing with ten interview? women? Yes. Yes, I I have been thinking about it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the heart of the matter without being repetitive. So I'm trying to find new creative ways to get the information out there, but I definitely am looking to interview women um, to get their feedback as well. I think it would be nice to combine the information that we receive from the men about their ideas on love and intimacy and relationships with what our women have to say. I know we always talk about the battle of the sexes and I think that just understanding where everybody is coming from will help us to resolve that sound. Okay. And I always, you know, uh, Julia, one of the things that uh, uh, I always try to remind myself when we do our show um, is to remind you of what you said in your book. And it, and it says, I started this out wanting to interview men in general, but then I was like, mm, I care about my race right now. We're living in a space and time where black men are being just brutalized, just brutalized. And then when they are not being brutalized by police and not being brutalized by each other, they are being brutalized by the woman who is supposed to love them. 
and society has twisted things to the extent that there are women out here who are saying that they don't need a man. I, I think that paragraph is um, the greatest paragraph in your book. Um, and I always try to read that to uh, remind myself of uh, what we're trying to do with your show. Um, right. Uh, and, and stay tuned on Thursdays, 9 o'clock, mm -hmm. for Crown Rules. So next, Crown Rules. <laughs> so next we'll go to Nicole. Yes. So um, Nicole R. Brookins. And um, it's funny because I actually majored in secondary education Spanish, but my path took me a different route. But um, I do a little bit of everything, a jack of all trades kind of thing. And I'm so proud. I just want to throw this in there. I'm so proud because usually I don't design my nails, but I design my nails. So, eh, ready for the new year. <laughs> but, um, yes, I do poetry. I've been doing poetry probably since about fifth grade. Um, and it was so funny because I wanted to give my mother a, a card for Mother's Day, but I didn't have the money. So I was like, okay, you know, got a little piece of paper. I drew on it just like the cars do, you know, have their little designs on it, put my little poem inside, and then I just went from there. And um, it's funny because one of my, I was in a pageant at um, Clemson University, and one of my friends, he wanted me to be in this pageant. So I was like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna really do. I mean, I can sing, but I can't sing like that, you know? So he was like, why don't you do one of your poems? And I was like, Okay, because I really wouldn't share too much as far as, you know, with other people and stuff like that. But then I, you know, I got the warm welcome. So I'm like, okay, you know, and I did a little here and there. But the one thing that got me back into it was I was looking at the poetry corner on Let's Talk. And um, I was like, okay, you know, just started vibing with everybody and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I need to get back into this. So that's basically how I got in. And um, just, I, I really appreciate Let's Talk because, you know, you get to meet so many different people. There's so many topics that we talk about, you know, and it's just, it's, it's fun for me. And it gets your mind off a lot of the, the stuff that's going on in the world and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, but well. I do... Hopefully, I will be getting a book out this year. I've always wanted to do it. Got a little setback because I lost a lot of my material and stuff like that. But as my mom said, well, you can just write write some more. So that's what I've been mm -hmm. doing, writing more. So um, it's, it's turned out pretty good. Well, uh, Nicole, uh, you are appreciated in Let's Talk. Um, you're more than welcome. Like I told you before, you're more than welcome. Uh, even though it, it, it may not appear to some people that this platform is your platform. This platform is for the people um, to, to, to utilize it to, to really what they think that they can utilize it for. Um, so we, I just want you to know I appreciate you and uh, you're more than welcome. Uh, but before I introduce King, I, I'm aware that Sharon has to leave us. Um, Sharon, uh, happy new year. Stop here for a second. Um, I will give you a holler tomorrow. 
You did you not read? So are, are you telling me I can't come back? <laughs> you can come back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He was like, I talked to you. Well, it technically it is tomorrow when I come back. So yes, I talk to you tomorrow. You come back. I'm actually going to stay. Nobody's dinged in yet, so I'm actually going to hang out until they do. So when I disappear, that's why. Okay, great. So, so the next person, I'm gonna just give a a brief um, introduction. You know, um, we have a we have a family page on Facebook that our that our family started. and uh, King and myself uh, didn't go to the family reunion. Um, so one day I just happened to go to the family page and this is when I first really started um, doing interviews online. My first interview was, was Maul. I actually went to Maul and said, yo, I need an interview, meet me at the park. He said, right, I'll, be, he said I'll be there in 10 minutes. And he was there, he showed up. I mean, the wind was out there, and we just, we actually, it was just basically an interview. It was just two friends talking, two friends from the same area talking. So to bring that up to King is, um, I seen that he was a, a poet, an author, and um, I'm an avid reader myself, maybe not more into poetry, but just books in general. So I reached out to him, I interviewed him, and then a couple weeks later, he had an idea about starting his baby, the Poetry Corner, um, which we've had. Uh, we're about to wrap up the second season. Uh, great, great shows. Very interesting. A lot of great poets. Um, a lot of people came through. So, King, I gave the brief introduction. You can uh, go into more. Well, yeah, my name is Joel Washington Atterbury, a.k.a. King Atterbury. My first uh, occupation is working in healthcare. I'm a medication aide, I'm also a CNA, and I'm also a geriatric nurse's aide, where I train um, other nurse's aides how to be CNAs before they go to school. So, and also I'm a prep cook. <laughs> so, many, the man behind many hands, you know what I mean? So, but at the same time, um, my passion is doing the poetry. I love writing, enjoy writing. I love uh, the poetry corner that we started, that me and Quentin started. And uh, the Let's Take the Let's Talk platform is great. You know, I enjoy every week having a lot of different poets on there, even some of the same coming on every week. Um, mm -hmm. He's just having a lot of fun with it. And also, I'm the author of, uh, let me see, it's 11 books now because the last one just came out. So, wow. uh, yeah, the last one is Copacetic Nostalgia with the other two poets from who's been guests on the show, um, Whitney Wells and Rita Renee. So, you know, that's a spectacular project. It's a collaboration. You know, I thought to myself, like, they already expressed to me that they wanted to do some poetry and be having in a book. So I was like, you know what? I'm about to put another book out, but I'll put that on hold. Let's, let's get involved. Let's do this. So I'm a collaborator. I'll let collaborate me, with anybody. Let me ask you, uh, cuz. Yes. When you look at your maturation from the first book <laughs> to now your 11th book, collaboration book with the two young ladies. Did you realize how easy it was to come out with a book when before your first book? Nah, that's a strange story by itself with the first book because I already had it on the shelf with uh, CreateSpace, which is the name that uh, Kindle Direct Publishing took over. Um, 
I went down to the lighthouse in my county to go meditate and pray like I normally do. So I went down by the ocean also, and it was raining. So I was like, damn, I said, which way I need to go? So I was going to take the big bridge, but I was like, nah, it's crazy over there. So I, I took the route I came in through West Cape May. It was downpouring. I couldn't see that good, nothing. And my car hydroplaned. And it was just like crazy. I wasn't scared of anything, but I was just like, I think it's lights out. You know, I see the, I saw the tree and the pole on the right-hand side, SUV in front of me. Only thing I could tell myself was don't hit the brakes. <laughs> Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, the crazy thing about it is after all that was over, you know, I, I pulled into the wine vineyard where the car slid over there. I didn't have nothing to do with it, divine intervention. But uh, I went home and everything was everything. You know, I went to work that day. As soon as I got to work, I just went on the computer and just put the book out. I was wow. like, yo, I could have died. You know what I mean? Like, wow. and everything would have been on my laptop. So then, um, after that, um, thanks to Jewel Jules, you know what I'm saying? She uh fixed the next edition up because that was just raw. I didn't care. I was like, no chapters, nothing. It's just like, yo, here it is. Dope shit, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, I could have died, but um, she laced it up for me. And um, I was like, yo, I was already doing more poetry. So I was like, yo, my daughter was like, put another book out. I already had material, so I just started rocking it out like that. It just come to me and I just rock it out. I feel yeah. like God gave me a gift and I'm going to exploit it out till the wheels yeah. fall off. You know what I mean? So um, I don't rush to put books out. I just go with an energy, a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to me, I'm like right there on deck. So this is something new for me to do the, uh, the collaboration. Mm -hmm. But anybody that I don't think of anybody as whack, weak, or anything like that, we all have our own different styles. And yo, let's go have some fun. And let's do this, you know. But my next book is coming out maybe in February. You know, it's called, um, you know, Searching for Jehovah. Where is God? Okay. You know what I mean? So that book is just about one man's journey with faith, hope, belief, and God. Because you can't do anything in life without God. So that's where I'm at. You know, so. so, so let me ask you guys, right? Because we were uh, discussing some things behind the scenes and um, pre-show and uh, New Year's resolutions. Um, a lot of people eat seafood. I worked at a supermarket. <laughs> a lot of people eat seafood. Um, mm. uh, New Year's Eve, lobsters. A lot of these things is tied to luck. I'm not particularly want to do a show on why we do it. But I just want to talk about some of the traditions that have been passed down in um, you guys' particular family that you guys do. Uh, I know the Black Eyed Peas and the, the the original tradition was Black Eyed Peas, pork and rice on New Year's Day, but I know a lot of people nowadays don't eat pork uh, for their own particular reason. But, yeah. you know, just talk about how that how those traditions still hold in your family, um, you know, I know well, some people do the corned beef on certain days. I always yeah. thought it was interesting. I know my um my grandparent, my grandmother used to do the black eyed peas thing too. Cause you had the red rice too? No, oh yeah, the red rice too. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, come on, we family. I know you had that red rice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the red rice. Red rice is crazy. I don't even want to eat it no more. I ate it too much being young. Red 
let me let me say because let me say because I know that um all of our uh when we a lot of us when we trace our family lineage back it goes back to down south, but one of the one of our guests is like she's close to to uh being she she's you was raised down south right Nicole. Not exactly. Okay. I, but I lived a good part in South Carolina. Okay. And so, then, um, yeah. So Nicole, tell us, tell us some of the traditions that you can remember, like was passed down. We, I mean, with my mom, she'll make like collard greens, black eyed peas. I actually made the black eyed peas um, for this time, but um, you know, cornbread stuff like that. But it wasn't. I don't remember having like, like every New Year's, oh, we gotta have this kind of thing. Like my mom is not, she's very religious. So she's not the super superstitious kind of person, but you know, as habit, you know, people do stuff, but yeah, look, if we ain't have no, no, no collard greens, it, it was string beans. Like it was what it was. So yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I have a, a friend who, um, who's a priest in uh, African traditions. Oh. And um, Nicole, like you said, a lot of the things that were passed down from a from a superstition point of view, we they were passed down for a reason. Um, and we may not realize the significance of it. Uh, you know how like you had the horseshoe <laughs> over the doors type of stuff. Uh, yeah. You know how you had the wooden fork and the wooden spoon. Uh, these, 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 things, <laughs> these things to... Um, to to our ancestors had a significance um, that that we may not still realize even to the point like uh, the traditions of when you get sick and them little home remedies. Uh, <laughs> I'm quite sure I'm quite sure a uh, couple me me Maul and King might have had some castor oil at one oh, point. Oh man, <laughs> BC powder. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one too. You said BC powder? Yeah. Absolutely. Let me tell you, somebody brought that back to my attention because they they have a lot down <laughs> south. But I had a sinus headache. It was like, oh, I got some BC powder. Yeah, that was the truth. That thing <laughs> knocked that out like nothing. Not yeah. anything. Yeah, truthfully. Thank you. Thank you. Not to shut you off, right? Listen, the ball dropping three minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So real quick, right? My mom. Me and my brothers, he's every New Year's, right? When the ball dropped, two boys, we had to walk outside, ring the doorbell. I don't care if it was 20 degrees outside, you ring that doorbell, she let you back in. I never forget asking my mom, why you make she like because now you're a new man every year. So that same tradition, I do that with my two boys. Wow. Every year, man. They walk in, they go outside, they ring the doorbell. Wow. Yeah, new man for the new year. So I got to do that in two minutes. I'm going to break all. <laughs> we'll toast it up with my family real quick. So, Q, if you want to take like a quick two minute break for the ball, nah, drop No, nah, more, more, more. You could, you could come back definitely. Um, I want to hear everybody else's traditions. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't usually have a, a New Year's tradition. I know, I know in some cultures, like in Puerto Rico, they throw a bucket of water out the window. Uh, <laughs> Some cultures open the window, uh, let this let the spirits come out, let the good luck come in. So basically, that was the uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about because I'm quite sure that we we uh, keep those traditions alive. And it's funny that you said that, Maul, is that um 
that's something that I think that uh, my mother used to do as well. Like, go outside and come back in. Like, you gotta have a, gotta have a man walk in the house. Yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a man walk in the house yeah. the first of the year. But Quentin and my family, we do the black eyed peas, the rice, um, the greens, and the cornbread, as yeah, well as the yeah. pork. Right. And that come that goes all the way back to um, our ancestors who were living in the South. And sometimes those are the only things that they had access to. But they made them meaningful. Like the, the black eyed peas stands for prosperity because when you soak them, mm-hmm. they plump up. Mm-hmm. And the collard greens stand for money. And the pork is important because um, I read today the, the the pig only goes forward when it's when it's looking to eat. So those things have significance to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I want to uh, to dis- for us to discuss. Just uh, you guys have got any uh, resolutions? I mean, resolutions go back. Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Hey, Times Square look real dead right now. <laughs> I know. But you know what, cuz though? I chose not to have a New Year's resolution and just place this into thought, which I go with all the time. Never be afraid to walk into the dark mist because there's always a light at the end of that tunnel. Mm. You know, some people are like, oh, the darkness it ain't about that. You could be walking in light and still be in danger of anything that's evil or bad. You know what I mean? So in life, you got to have good and evil. You know what I'm saying? You got to have light and dark. You know what I mean? So keep your keep your belief and keep your faith. In one eye, and you ain't got nothing to worry about. The creator is always going to guide you to where you need to be in life. So that's why walking into this new year is just like, okay, it is what it is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So that's that's just where I'm at with it, cause you know, I, no resolution is just to be stronger this year and do a lot of good things. You know. Yeah, I, I've never done re- resolutions at all. Really? You never, you never done any. You know, you, you know, you know, traditionally, um, which is interesting about COVID, going into COVID, right, is that majority of people have two resolutions that are like the top two. One is smoking and one is to lose weight. So January is like the biggest month for a gym gym membership. As you know, because of certain states, it's a lot of COVID restrictions coming back. So a lot of people, it's hard to even buy weights in the store. You kind of like got to buy weights online right now. Because places like Walmart don't even sell weights because they're sold out. Because people got back to buying and having gyms in their home, so it's interesting that uh, you know that that's one resolution that people may be having a a, a tough time having. Hey, happy New Year, Kalo! I know you're still over there at, uh, on the left coast, man. I think so, I don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jules. <laughs> um. I don't, I usually um, make at least five resolutions for the year, but this year I just find it to not be necessary. I think 2020 kind of really allowed me to see the things that I needed to focus on and um, the things that I wanted to focus on. And I, and I've started working on those things and I'm being consistent. So for me, it's just a matter of continuing into the into the new year like i mean if you 
I think we had to make sure our immunity was up anyway this year. So eating healthy, exercising, taking vitamins, we should have been doing that since like April. But even if we didn't like to wait for now, I just hope that people don't pursue their health because they can't go to the gym. Like you could pick up mm. a gallon, a gallon bottle of water and, and work it out if you need to. Old <laughs> so, school. Well, one, one, one of my friends who has been very uh, supportive of the show, and um, she may come on. I actually just sent her the link because I meant to send it to her earlier. Um, she's she's into numbers, Ooh. and a, a lot of people. She did a show in the beginning of the year, around February, about the numbers, and and she, you know, she does readings, and a lot of people that's um, that believe in. Uh, organized religion, you know, a lot of us may get scared of listening to that stuff or whatever, or think somebody's psychic, but um, I thought when we had our show, she she said that she said some very interesting things about what 2020 was going to bring. Um, you know, uh, hopefully uh, Drea will come back on. She's going to come on the show again to talk about 2020 as well as going forward. Um, so I think that people should pay more attention to it. Uh, like you said, Jules, like even with the food, um, I know that King speaks about this a lot. The universe is all tied together. Nothing is out of place. So to say. The numbers know, don't lie. I know a lot of us that do believe in, like I said, in organized religion, we are sometimes be like, nah, I don't look at that. I, I'm believing that, and 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 you are you have a right to believe in what you want to believe. That's your choice, but I think that it's very interesting sometimes that we look at things and look at health and look at that. Uh, like I sent when I sent you guys the link, look at that vibration. Oh, she's joining us, and I'm talking about numbers. <laughs> What's up, Dre? Intuition. <laughs> How you doing? Well, I was, I was, I was telling um, the guest about you and and the show that you did in reference to the numbers, and you was talking about how twenty twenty was going to reveal a bunch of things, and um, I don't know if people got scared that day you did the show, <laughs> but um, excuse me, you know, first, first, uh, Drea, you can tell me the audience hasn't seen your precious face in a while, and. They may not know who you are, and um, this young lady is a very, very special friend of mine. Um, we actually, and I always like to say this, we actually, we actually met on Twitter. Um, I reached out to her, and she was like, you know, for, I reached out to her for an interview, and she was like, no problem. And that was the genesis of our, our friendship, and it has, it has. Her, her platform is awesome. She's doing a lot in the community. Drea, please uh, reintroduce <laughs> yourself to uh, to the audience. Um, happy New Year. Good evening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Tidbit of what I do. Um, I'm a professor at my alma mater, Tuskegee University. So I'm an HBCU alumni um, in the Department of Social Work. 
Um, so I'm on that academia side. Um, I'm a life coach, um, a mentor, all those good things. And I also do um, numerology. I really got that back um, last year when I got some readings done. And so I had tapped into that and just the whole, um, you know, spirituality piece. So if you guys ever watched um, a show with Q and I, I talked about numerology, breaking the numbers down. So I think Ooh. I did for, for 2020 about the year of exposing, um, you know, the year of um, revealing things. And a lot of stuff not only universally happened, but it also in each of our lives as well. So it's... Um, you know, you can't be afraid of the numbers. You have to tap into the energy. I know, um, you know, you guys talk about energy, and I'm all about energy and what's the energy um, that we're going to be vibrating on for 2021. Um, I think people think, oh, it's going to, you haven't heard, it's not It's going to be my year. I think people are cautious about that. So, you know, you just have to really, um, you guys talk about this too, is have faith and be fearless of what's going to, you know, happen with your life. Um, moving forward, because I think so many times we try to control and predict, oh, this is going to be my yeah, this down the third, but it is what it is. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, Dre, we're going to definitely link up within the next couple of weeks and uh, get you get get this show together. Um, Dre also has a YouTube channel. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she also has a YouTube channel. She really, you, with, Dre, you uh, do more Instagram lives now, like you don't do the IG lives and just you don't really put a lot of stuff on your page like you used to, right? I know. Well, I'm gonna get back to that because I the last quarter of my life has been busy with just ending the semester, you know, getting some of my students in grad school. So it's been busy, and then you know I had to vacation. So now I'm like in my bag and wish I could. A lot more stuff is going to um you know pop off for this upcoming yeah. year. Yeah, and also you and you and Shamika do the um. So that's for um, so we have a, a virtual group coaching, myself and my homegirl. Um, she's the career coach. I'm the life coach for black women. Um, just really um, developing black women's skills because even though we may be the most educated, but we still are, you know, um, you know, broke and also broke in um, so as well. So a lot of times we get real in our sessions. A lot of them, you know, they roll their eyes. They probably cuss us out underneath their breath, but they're better people, better women um, besides that because we hold them accountable and we talk about some real deal stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm involved in that too. So I have a balanced life, even though it seems like it's busy, but I try to make sure that, you know, I'm balanced and grounded in everything that I do. Yeah, one of, one of the things that was unique is like I told you guys when me and Drea met is that I am a very, very – um a person that reads a lot and uh Booker T Washington was one of my uh great great men and when she told me she actually graduated from Tuskegee I was like what <laughs> and that and now she um has like she said she has the opportunity to teach at her alma mater and um I'm quite sure that's really like a privilege um but teaching virtually may be a little different. <laughs> it is. It's, it's different. That's peace. <laughs> so, so Drea, I know that you have. Um, um, we were talking about resolutions, um, traditions that a lot of us pass down. I know that your family's originally from Boston, Massachusetts area, and oh. uh, would you well, like I'm, to share? My parents are from Alabama, and okay, you know my family. You know my 
loving. So everything that you guys said about the men going outside and coming in, like all that stuff, like my like my family still practice that. The the black eyed peas, the chitlins. I don't do chitlins. They, <laughs> like they you know, still do all those things. So you know they really carry on the tradition as well. So you know like that's their thing, and that's pretty cool that they hold on to that from um you know slavery time because we have to still you know keep that lineage going and pass it down, even though it may seem you know foolish for someone else. But you know that's part of your history. That's part of your lineage that. You know, just only builds you up. What okay. part of Alabama? Um, my parents are from Atmore, Alabama, so it's it's um South Alabama. It's forty five minutes outside of Mobile. If okay. you ever my, my mother's originally from Dalton, so that's why I asked. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> yes, I Very know. small town. Yeah, it's a small town. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dwayne, did you freeze? I think Dwayne froze. Right when I was supposed to, right when I was about to introduce the little guy. He's a little guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just Dwayne. I just, you know, we always joke, but I, I really want people to know who Dwayne is. Hey, Dwayne. There you go with the bottle to his mouth. He go. froze again. What's going on, bro? Oh, yeah. He keep freezing, Wayne. Yeah, Dre. I would like yeah, to check I'm out freezing, your, your um, channel. There you go. Well, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just introduce Dwayne. Um, Dwayne is someone. Um, we grew up together. We've been friends actually since the fifth grade. Um, Dwayne is very supportive of every show. Dwayne, yeah. I, Dwayne actually watches every show. Um, me and Dwayne, Dwayne is also co-host with myself and with our football shows. Um, however, what a lot of people don't know that watch Let's Talk knows, Dwayne is actually a former, uh, Pop Warner football coach as well as commissioner, so he's a he does a lot in the community like Maul, um, like Maul as well, and um, he does a lot of mentoring shit with younger, younger, younger men um, with youth football. So I think that a lot of times Dwayne don't tell everybody that because they just see him as a big sports fan, which he is. But um, you know, Dwayne Dwayne is really active in the community. Wayne, can you hear me? He keeps freezing on me. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> so, 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 uh, Drea, you said you remember some of those traditions about the man and the going out the house and coming back in. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, um, I used to because we used to have to come from Boston to Alabama like for holidays, and I remember um staying until like New Year's and like seeing my family really carry on these traditions. I'm like really like y'all really doing this and i'm like i hope everyone is prosperous and prosperous doesn't always have to be about money it's like it could be longevity in your life and may, it, it probably worked because a lot of people in my family like especially the elders live to like 90 to 100 years old oh. it's something correct if they're you know doing these traditions um for new year so i can only salute that and respect it so you know a lot a lot of times and you know like i always say to each his own people do what they do that maybe, just maybe, that we have gotten so far away from the traditions that were passed down, that maybe this is the reason why we're in the situation we're in. I mean, um, from a physical health standpoint, um, you know, uh, eating three times a day was never a normal practice. Uh, <laughs> right. So that may lead to a lot of us being overweight, 
Um, you know, most 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 traditions eat, ate food only when they were hungry. Uh, you don't eating three times a day. You don't even give your food time to digest. Anybody that knows anything about the your digestive system, um, and I'm not no health care physician. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just a layman. I'm just a layman. But sometimes we need to look at the practical aspect of life instead of trying to look at things to make it so complicated. Um, mm -hmm. uh, even even with COVID, one of the things that I find interesting is. Nobody talks about boosting your immune system. Right. It's it's more of okay, take this vaccine, and the vaccine could be a hundred percent effective for you. I'm not mm -hmm. telling nobody to take a vaccine. Uh, I'm not anti-vaccine. I've taken vaccines before in my life, but what I am saying is, why don't someone say these are the things that's going to help your immune system fight disease. Cause a common cold can kill us right. uh, if, if your immune system is, is super weak. So right. what do you got? What do you guys view about, uh, about that type of stuff and you know, where we're going well, forward with the COVID and, 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 you know, the uncertainty. I know at my job, um, like I said, I'm a healthcare worker. They've already set up for CVS to come there and give us the shot. People have signed up on it, but I ain't signed up. I said, I want to see what that first dose do to y'all. And here's my other thing. You know, people look at me funny. It's only not too many black people working at the job anyway, but it ain't a race thing, but I'm just saying. Yes, man. Is anybody addressing the I issue of how is that vaccine going to affect yes, people of color mm -hmm. opposed to Caucasian people, Chinese people, Mexican, Hispanic? Ain't nobody talk, having that conversation. Right. But then you got the rumors going around that mess up your DNA and all this other stuff. So let's have a little clarity on it. But at the same time, if you take vitamin D and all these other um, supplements, you can boost your immune system to fight against stuff. Practice sanitary stuff, wa washing your hands and everything like that. And you good money. You know what I mean? So my thing is, they told me, you should take it. I said, I'm not taking it. They said, if you don't take it by the second dose, then you can't get it. Then I won't get it then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what you going to put, put the battery in my back? Like, <laughs> I, I research things. Little do they know, but I think they do know. That's why I question everything. The mask. Why do I wear that certain type of mask? And I'm always coughing up phlegm. You know what I mean? But then when I wear this other mask, I'm like, yo, y'all need to get the right mask up in here. You know what I mean? Because they got all four different type of masks. I'm like, I don't like that one because I keep getting the fibers in my mouth and whatnot. Like, the other one makes me cough up phlegm. So it's like, are oh, you sure you're okay? I'm fine. Change the mask or I'm not wearing it. Unless I have to go into a patient room. So that's what I'm saying. Like, are y'all setting this up for people to have respiratory problems? You wearing a mask where you shouldn't even have to be wearing it. You know, in certain locations. You got the residents in their own apartments wearing the mask continually. You killing these people slowly but surely. I'm an advocate, you know what I mean. So I'm going to yeah. speak my speak my truth. Mm -hmm. It don't matter what race you are. When I right is right and wrong is wrong, all these companies care about is getting the money, the bag. You know, mm. that's why I wrote that poem tonight when I and spit it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yo, this got to stop these pharmaceuticals and all that. It's a big money game. Mm -hmm. I mean, one, so of, one, of the, one of the things, because I don't mean to cut you off, but one, cool. of, one of the things that's interesting is 
if you just do a little research on the pharmaceutical industry in this country and the whole healthcare system, and we're never we're not deniers of science is how it really went away from authentic science and research to more of profit. Um, but just just to just to do a little quick uh, just a, a throw in here. We have a new guest. Um, this is a very good friend of mine here. Uh, How you doing? Her name, her name is Dara. Uh, she actually has a YouTube channel as well. Okay. Chronicles of Red Ruby. She thinks I think I forgot. She might have shut her page down, y'all. But she is very, very talented. She uh, actually has uh, uh, explain why not, Dara? Please turn your microphone on, young lady. Good evening, everyone. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Quinn, stop telling people about the channel that don't exist. <laughs> the Chronicles. <laughs> so, so explain what Why Not is. Um. All right, we're just going there, right? Well, Dara, well, well, let me just, let me just let you guys know. I interviewed Dara. A, year, a little over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, she made me come to the balcony, and we sat, uh, and, and she really, really um, uh, has a very interesting line. Um, her story, if you go back and look at the old show, her story is remarkable. Um, and, you know, Dara, you can explain it. You don't need me to explain it. You <laughs> me to make that cash air pop when we're done. That was a hell. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, so why not? Um, why not is a brand in itself. It is a. It started out as a um, event planning pro uh, event planning business. Pardon me, I planner for some time, um, but it quickly transformed into a women empowerment company. I do women empowerment, I do seminars, um, mentorships, panel discussions. Um, I also started a travel line and I wrote a book that will be out in two weeks. Um, so it's a multifaceted growing business. My twin energy is up here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I, like I said, you guys, I, I um, I met Dara first and then I met Drea. And um I told Dara, I'm like, yo, she got the same energy you got. Dara was like, I'm a Taurus. Ain't nobody got this energy. This is unique. I said, Dara, I said, Dara, I'm telling you, y'all got the same energy. She reminds me of you. You know, Dara, 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 she's a little stubborn. She was like, nobody's like me. I'm a Taurus. Nobody. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dara Meta and Dara said, wow. 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 Yeah. It's, it's the earth sign energy. You know, I'm a Capricorn. It's the earth sign energy. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm all ground, though. I'm all ground. But when I um decided to do a show tonight, I basically told everybody to come as they are. Like, I, I told Dwayne to come. And I'm quite sure Dwayne is. Hopefully, he's not still freezing. Dwayne, are you still freezing? 
My buddy's freezing. He's freezing up. He, he's oh, there you go. You see the smile? <laughs> it froze right on the smile. <laughs> Un unmute your mic, Wayne. Hey, cuz I'm gonna get at you tomorrow. I got a double shift to do. You know what I'm saying? But um, happy right. New Year, everybody. Good seeing everyone. Have a blessed okay. night. Be in touch. Text you tomorrow. You're welcome. All right. All right. So, Dwayne, are you still frozen, sir? <laughs> See, this is the this is the new year I'm spending with Dwayne, you guys. You he freeze, he froze. You 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 Harley to him. Yeah, it never happens to him. He he. I don't know if no, he's not home. He's at his sister's house. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, yeah. let him be talking about Kane or power some. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me talk about Kane and BI. So, Dara, we were discussing uh, the COVID. And, you know, I, I, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not doing that. I don't even want to discuss that. But we, um, I want to ask you, Dara, because we really haven't talked as much as we used to. How 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 is the, uh, the, 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 the job? Are you, are you working virtually? Because I know you was out in the field a lot. I am. I um, my job is. I am. I have a double title at my job. I am a case manager, but I'm also a doula. So, case management part. Well, it's all virtual, but um, I do some private clients depending on where they want to give birth. But my job is all virtual. So I I know with being uh doing a doula, I know you guys are definitely anti-vaccine. Um, and one of the, one of the things is the um the and I don't have the numbers with me is the 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 women who die from birth um saying they're in pain and the doctors doctors don't think they're in pain um uh some yeah. people say that the vaccinations cause certain things i mean that's like a what i'll say a 50/50 some people say it some people don't so how how is that getting getting people to understand what you do and 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 being um having things more natural uh Drea I was about to call you Drea hey, look. <laughs> interchangeable well Q I'm going to have to take a, a a stance of silence I don't really speak about covid or the vaccine or anything like that publicly um you want to have that conversation with me privately we can definitely do that um people can choose to live their life any way they see fit i know as for me and my family in my immediate house i can't say my family but in my immediate house we will not nor ever get the vaccine i am natural on all aspects of my life here i don't over the counter Anything, anything have you have you been let me ask you uh dara have you been doing anything different since the COVID? far as like things to uh boost your immune system you've been taking the elderberry the zinc and the vitamin c i haven't done anything different that i wasn't doing before covid okay so i do elderberry sea moss black seed oil all my teas and herbs i was doing that before covid so covid doesn't scare me Nothing but the flu. <laughs> like I said, we're not we ain't trying to go down that, that road. I'm just I don't I don't discuss it. You know, I do a lot of that in my 
Calson in my inner circle. Yeah, yeah. I don't discuss. Yeah. So, 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 Dara, we were, we would, we were also discussing New Year's resolutions and traditions that have been passed down. I know, um, literally, you love your blackness, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I'm, and and and, and, and um. Lord, what, how did that go across to the people? No, no. I mean, I, I'm being honest. You, 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 you. To, 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 to put it in layman's term, you all black everything. You see my ear? Um, Can you see? Yes. So, so what? Are, what are the traditions that you um that that have been passed down? Are those uh, strong women in your family? Your grandmother? Your mother? And you have actually passed it down to ISIS? Nothing. Nothing? That's funny. No, because... Uh, I saw a dinner earlier. Right, but it wasn't the traditional dinner that was passed down. So me and ISIS, we created our own traditions in my house. You know, you got okay. your of greens, black eyed peas, cornbread, all that stuff, you know, that was passed down, but... I do whatever she wants to do. So a lot of times it's seafood and we watch movies all day. But we but we've been doing that since she was about three. Yes, I'm black mixed with black. Typically Newark Miss Newark mixed union. <laughs> <laughs> my father lives in union. My mother lives oh. Newark mixed with union. Oh boy. <laughs> this is interesting. So Dara, you had you had um you had came and did a show one time. And we were discussing the, the the black family, um, and I'm and we left a lot on the table, and we gotta definitely get together, um, in the next coming months and discuss some uh, some things. My stand still remains the identification of the black family, and I mean heterosexual male and heterosexual female for those that don't know what I mean. And now, I, and the children, I love the children, but I am. And I know, I know, it really bothers you. Um, the gender wars that be going on, like you don't, that like is like something that's a no no. Look at those eyes. <laughs> no, I I don't have any issue with the children. Uh, I have some family members that are in the life. I have a lot of close friends that are in the life. However, um, my stance in my house is heterosexual male and heterosexual female for the black family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dang, I, I haven't talked to you in so long. You're distorted. I can't hear you. I said I haven't talked to you in a while. You sound like iRobot. I don't know what you're saying. I, I'm, 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 I, don't. I said I haven't talked to you in a while. Could you hear me? Mm -mm. Hold on. Do I need to leave and come back? Is no, it you good? You good. I can't hear you now, Dara. I'm I'm gonna come back. All right. Nicole. Yes, sir. You, you you real quiet. What's going on? No, I'm actually about to about to head out. But um and I I'm you gonna cut that little south stuff out, okay? No, but I but what I was saying was, you know, you you traditionally I know you, you speak highly uh, about no, your, Clemson, I, your Clemson roots. I mean, well, because that's my alma mater, and they got all my money. So, But, no, I did I did go to Morgan my first year. Um, 
but it, it just got too expensive. So I was living in South Carolina at the time, but I've actually been back in Jersey since 2004. So, so tell me, so tell me what, what is on the horizon for, I want to ask all three of you guys, what's on the horizon for 2021? You know what they say, new year, new me. Like I said, I, I, I hopefully I will be getting my book out, get, get that published. Um, but honestly, I'm just living each day like it's my last, pretty much. My, um, my mom actually had COVID and um, got through that. So I'm just, just trying to do what I need to do. And it's funny because, um, just real quick, I always say that everything happens for a reason. I was supposed to have my back surgery April 7th. And they want, and that's when my mom, she physically, they physically told her she had COVID. So if I would have had surgery, I wouldn't have been there to take care of her. And mm. um, that, that's my heart, you know. And it's, I always tell her she's, she's the yin to my yang because I'm always feisty and she's always, well, now Nicole, what would Jesus do? And now I'm like, I ain't trying to hear that. It's about what I'm about to do. But um, yeah, so it, it just, it, it worked out. Cause I did, I pushed it off before that because of COVID and everything else. But you know, everything worked out. She's, she's back, you know, just as good as she was before and everything. So I just, I just tell people just to love on Love on your family and your friends because you never know. You never know. And I know, and I'm I'm one to hold grudges. I I'm the queen of holding grudges. You know, and my brothers say, Oh yeah, you just you just don't let stuff go. Yeah, I could you could walk past me and it's like you're not even there. But people are just going so quickly and you never know. So you you just gotta gotta live your life. And there's no sense of like, oh, well, I'll do this tomorrow. Do it today. You know, you might not have tomorrow. Mo. What's up, everybody? So for me. Hold on, Mo. Let me bring this. Let me bring our buddy in. <laughs> okay. okay. I think I got Chevy Chase on the line. Oh, this uh, Hey, Bill. This is, hey. like a, this is like a shotgun show, Bill. Hey, you, I can introduce Billy D real quick. Hold on, I'm about to go next. Oh, I got to bring Billy D in real quick. Hold on. Billy D, what's happening, brother? How are you? So before I go into my next situations, I got to thank this man right here. Uh, me and Q come from the same town, Boxall, New Jersey. It's because this man, Billy D in the corner, he took the majority of Mostly all of us who couldn't make it in the game to a Knicks game back in the day more than one time. And listen, these wasn't the seats in the front row. These are the seats next to Spike Lee, man. So I'm talking about the 90s Knicks, y'all. That's why I'm, I'm still Knicks in this day. So I got to I gotta salute Billy D for that, man. I appreciate that. My if, if any of y'all have been in Madison Square Garden, let me tell you something. 90s Knicks in them days? 
<laughs> we seen it all. I appreciate Thank that. You. Thank you. Hey, Thank hey, you. Bill, Bill, we're going to, um, me and you are going to have an interview soon, but just explain to the audience uh, who you are, Bill. Most people may not know you got Brian Horton. Brian Horton is watching you, Bill. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I uh, I grew up and uh, went to Union High School in the uh, 70s and grew up in Union, but I tell people I really that uh, I was born in Union, but I grew up in Vauxhall, meaning that I spent a lot of my time in Vauxhall. In a positive way, I say that. I went to American University and I went to law school where I heavily involved with basketball. I used to mentor and still do a lot of student athletes from Union. Uh, he talked about taking people to games, but I really enjoy mentoring high school basketball players through helping them get into college, the application process, helping them get scholarships. Uh, when I went into law school, I started scouting for the NBA. Long story short, I became a sports agent, represented some NBA players, but my true passion is really mentoring young people and helping them help them uh, achieve their goals. And really it's been through mentoring them in high school and through college, helping them get internships and you know helping them through college. But I owe it all really to, I'm very proud to say, to my background uh, and blood to the teachers in Union High School. But like I told you before, you know, growing up in Vauxhall, being around people from Vauxhall really shaped me to where I am today. Great, great. So I was I was asking everybody, what is their 2021 outlook looking like? I'm going to get back to you one second, Billy. I'm going to ask Dara. Dara's giving me my look right now. Dara, what's on your horizon for 2021? Why you have to come back to me? You could have stayed with Mr. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, What is 2021 looking like? Um, like I stated earlier, my book will be out in two weeks, finally. So I will be doing a lot of promoting for my book. It's all about mm -hmm. We'll have a show about that. Um, I will be back doing my travel line. I do double bags and tote bags and passport covers. I will be back doing that. And I mean, really focusing on just my book. So I don't do New Year's resolutions or anything like that. I do um, yearly manifestations. So this year manifestations, as you can see, I have my, um, it's all about, it's where the money class is green. So I'm, I'm manifesting wealth for my household this year. That's okay. That's Great. Drea. What what what's what what's on the horizon? Uh, Tuskegee gonna be back in school soon? Oh, we going back to school. Uh, with classes start February first, but my actual intention is to become a international lecturer. Um, I want to see more of the world. I had recently took a solo trip to Mexico, and I am going to be picking up my speaking skills. And I have been putting in proposals to. Um, you know, enhance my, you know, education, not with a PhD, but becoming an international lecturer and, you know, looking at different practices for global social work. And I'm actually doing a global social work trip to Dominican Republic in May um, to look at, you know, what's their best practices and bring that back to 
Tuskegee and also, um, you know, being more innovative when it comes to social work and, you know, looking at it from a global standpoint and also to um, dismantling, you know, anti-blackness because that's what we're on, you know, teaching out of HBCU is how do we dismantle that, not from our standpoint, but from a global standpoint, you know, um, dismantling white supremacy. So that's what I'm on for 2021 and hopefully launching my affirmation cards. Um, I've been having that in the works for a year. So now I have the time to do that um, and travel. So yeah, that's what I got going on. Hey, 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 Bill, I know uh, you told me a couple things that you're trying to do uh, this coming year. What, what is it any like, res I know you don't make resolutions, Bill. Uh, you might you might want to lose a couple pounds that COVID then uh got you yeah. stuck and you know can't wait. <laughs> I mean I know they always say that the camera has a couple of pounds, but I didn't know that all twenty pounds was gonna show up on my face. So but uh <laughs> but uh no I really uh I really just wanna you know, stay healthy. I, I really uh, decided today that I'm not gonna coach basketball anymore. I wanna get into broadcasting somehow, <laughs> some way. I don't know if it's gonna be through you. Uh, or somehow, but uh, that's something I've always wanted to do is do something in the broadcasting field. I see some people in doing it in basketball that, you know, I think are do a good job, but I think it's a matter of as everything in life, you know, who, you know. And so tonight I'm officially announcing on your podcast that I'm retiring from coaching basketball and I want to pursue <laughs> another Avenue. And, and I started, you know, I started reading a book last year. I haven't read books in a long time and it was called happiness after 50. And it was talking about that happiness really comes from within. It doesn't come from a yard marker and what you've achieved or how much money you have or what kind of car you have or what type of title you have. The happiness comes from within. And that's the greatest happiness you have. So I started doing a lot of work with New Jersey Cares, which is one of the biggest charitable organizations in New Jersey, working with the homeless and, you know, helping underprivileged children. And to me, you know, that's really been rewarding. And that's one of the reasons why I took a year off from coaching. But, you know, that's one of my goals for this year is to do more charitable work and give give back. One of, one of the things, Bill, that, uh, and, I, and I've known Bills for over 30 years, uh, a, lot of, a lot of memories, fond memories, a lot of uh, 95 South going either uh, to Philadelphia or uh, towards Atlantic City. I don't want to talk about that, but um, that's a whole different story. But I know, I know one of the things, Bill, that um, when we when we talked recently, that you were most proud of is something that you do every Friday night. Uh, share with the audience what you do every Friday night, and yeah, you, Friday it, night. it literally has blown you away because I you, you're very excited when you talk about it. Yes, so Friday night, Akbar Cook from Westside High School started a lights on program it had to do first with uh, children weren't coming to Westside high school because their uniforms were dirty so he got people to donate washing machines so they could actually clean their uniform school uniforms in school and then he expanded it to what's called the lights on program on friday nights where every friday night anyone who's in it really goes to school in the city of newark can come to Westside high school between 6 p.m and 10 p.m and uh, you, the girls can have their makeup done, hair done. There's a game room. They can play chess, checkers. And then the entire gym is, is wide open. They're, they're children that come in and just dance for four hours. They put on music and dance, throw a football around, basketball, et cetera. And it's all part of New Jersey Cares. 
And I know Coach Cook from, you know, when we, we coached against each other. When I got there, I said to him, well, who volunteers in the gym? And he said, nobody from New Jersey Cares actually comes in the gym. So I said, you know, that, that's really what I'd like to do. And I just fell in love with it. I've been doing it for the last year and a half. And it's things like that, you know, that I really love enjoying. But can I say something just to start? I am so proud of you and this podcast because, you know, you and I have lost contact for a little bit. But you are an extremely, people don't know, you're an extremely intelligent person. You're a very worldly person. And when I saw the diverse subjects that you cover on your podcast, I was blown away. So I really wanted to start out by saying that I'm extremely, extremely proud of you and what you've been doing. And I think that, you know, there really is a future for you in doing this. I know there's, you know, thousands of podcasts out there. I think it's a matter of getting, just getting some exposure. Hopefully I can help you in that aspect. But I don't know how often people tell you that, but you really do an outstanding job, Quentin. Appreciate that, Bill. Appreciate that. You know, it, you know, I one one day me and Bill is going to do a show together, and I'll just say this: it, we got to be careful because we don't want to put nobody on blast because that's not our way. But you guys can hear some of the funniest stories. Uh, I'll just I'll just tell one story. We were going, me and Bill were going to Philadelphia. We were going to the Spectrum. Um, so down in South Philly where the Spectrum is located, it's a bunch of turns. We got lost. So we go to the, <laughs> we pull up on the corner. I was nervous. I was nervous. We, we were late so, to see my so, client play. Yeah, Bill was, Bill was a little nervous, but Bill's not scared to go to no hood. But mind you guys, we were in South Philly. So guy, Bill, Bill pulls up on the on the corner. It's a guy on the corner. Bill's trying to ask him for directions. He's talking through me. I'm in the passenger side. Yelling at him. I, Bill's yelling at the guy. The guy's looking at him like, I look at Bill and said, Bill, if you're going to ask him for directions, at least you can roll the window down. <laughs> he never rolled the window down asking the guy for directions. I said, Bill, at least you can roll the window down. <laughs> Because Bill, Bill had Bill had this theory that if you're gonna drive anywhere with him and it's got to be distance, Bill will roll the windows all the way down so you don't go to sleep on them. <laughs> so he would always try to control the locks in his car so nobody goes to sleep. So he had he had the window locks. So I couldn't roll the window down. I said, Bill, at least you can roll the window down. I was a little nervous because we were late for my first game, though. Okay, so more. I'm back. What's what is in store for your uh 2021 that I know you keep a lot of your ideas on the cuff until you actually come out with the flyer. Um and I know that because you do a lot of events outside and with COVID and the social distancing thing and um it kind of like not hampers what you're doing, but it may it allows you to be a little bit more creative. So what do you uh got in store going forward? Uh, for me personally, it's just really motivating others. Um, I think sometimes, and we all been through this, sometimes we don't see ourselves as other people see us. You know what I mean by that? Like, you know, someone can think very highly of you and you're doing these things, you're doing all these great things, but they don't understand. And then sometimes they may hate on you and they don't really understand the way you may feel. And then when it comes out, 
they're like, oh, man, I didn't know the person was this way. So for me, it's really just motivating others to show them different things, you know. As, as far as uh, township-wise, there's always going to be a lot of events going on. Of course, COVID is a big thing uh, in the municipalities right now. So it's, it's going to be very hard to – some of those events uh, may happen. It may not happen depending on what's going to happen in the next couple of months. But for me, my biggest thing right now is just really motivating others to really help them out. Good. Any Is there anything anybody wants to add? What what are you doing? What what do you have planned? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, oh, oh very good question, Nicole. Um, I have I have uh very very big plans going uh for the next foreseeable future. Um, and actually, all five of you guys are part of it. Um, uh, you guys are. When I first started the uh, Let's Talk platform, like I said, Maul was my first interview. It was a burst. It basically started out as an in-person interview type of podcast uh, YouTube channel. Because of COVID, it allowed me to start doing more of using uh, Zoom and StreamYard and so forth and so on. So it went to a different level. So uh, you know, it allowed me in the last year to look at things a little different. But um, I got some things planned for the next year. Just it's unlimited. Unlimited, Nicole, to answer your question directly. Like I said, uh, Bill, before we got on, and I know that uh, Darren knows about it, we do the thing every Tuesday with the poetry uh, corner. Um, that's that's like really doing well with my cousin on the show and Nicole, how we met, because you're uh, one of the poets that come on. Uh, so that's you know that's one. Uh, uh, Drea, I mean, we uh, kind of had a bunch of stuff in our personal lives going on. So Drea uh, always comes on the show. She's a contributor to the show. Dara, uh, you know, so I got some things in the work as well with Julia and as well as Sharon. So, you know, unlimited, Nicole. All right. Don't forget the little people, you know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, so is there anybody that wants to add anything, um, anything they like to promote? I mean, uh, why not, right? My yeah, so I got one thing to add, Q. So one thing I did listen to, you see this hat? You know, Maul, Maul, Dara loves that plug when I say why not, because that's the name of her company. Absolutely. So this V Hall establishment, I basically, um, I got the logo, um, going through the process of the logo. But basically, I sold one hat, you know, and you know, right now our, our city uh, has been hit very hard by COVID and it's been a lot of death. So to your point where you say, Q, you know, I don't like putting a lot of things out there, but I, I have uh, something in mind that I will be instituting in the community. I'm not going to put it out, but it, it has to do with uh, where I'm from, which is Vauxhall. And I, I think people are really, really going to like it and just know it's not an event. OK, Um I don't want people to think to just say, you know, you just do events. Now, this is more of a think family, you know, and that's I'm ending at that. But it has to do with Vauxhall and the people in Vauxhall. Um, so anybody from Vauxhall, just bear with me. I got a great, great ideas that's about to happen. Uh, it's not going to be an event. It's going to be for family. All right. 
Ennis, and if you want this hat, just let me know, all right? Why not got anything going on? Dara, unmute your mic. Oh, I'm sorry. I was muted. <laughs> no, for 2021, as I can, um, no events planned right now, but anything can happen, anything can change. Can go to sleep and wake up and decide to do an event. So, but as of right now, nothing's planned besides my book. All right. Well, I thank everybody for joining, man. I'm a, uh, I know a lot of people like to, you know, party. Nicole already says she on her way going out. She done got dressed. No. You know, <laughs> you know. But but Nicole gonna be reading the book, going to sleep. Re reading the book at at twelve fifty one. Candy crushing. Uh, Maul, you uh, you need to get in touch with Brian Horton about the hat. He just said he wants that hat. Not a problem. Got him. Hey, coach, what's the problem? You here now? <laughs> he's back. He's back. Oh, up, my God, he's back. <laughs> Man, listen, I did an update on my iPad to get rid of all that, and it just took too long. But happy New Year. Happy New Happy New Year. 2021, everybody. New year, we, we made du it. So that's a blessing. Dwayne, I had um, explained to everybody, you know, uh, me and you go back since the fifth grade. <laughs> me, me and you go back since the fifth grade. And, and a lot of people don't know what you do because they see you when we do our power review. And all you're talking about is Kane Tejada. And they want to know, like, that. this guy must be violent, man. He must, you know. Ah. He likes he likes murder and mayhem, like you know. <laughs> I do, I so, do. so I was telling him how um you not only coached you had not only coached Pop Warner football, you actually was the Roger Godell of the Pop Warner football. Well, I was the uh president for the Union Rams uh for three and a half years. I was a vice president for about two and a half years. I was a director for fourteen. Um also was part of uh North Jersey Pop Warner and Central Jersey Pop Warner as a delegate for, for all the towns and the certifier. So I used to certify kids and, and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But my nine to five, I work for Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, IT work, you know, uh, supporting call centers and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I told, you know, Wayne, when I sent everybody the link and I told everybody what I wanted to do, um, I basically say, I come as, come as you are. I don't judge anybody on their new year's, uh, Eve to New Year's Day. There we go. So I know. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> that says good wins instead of good wins for 2020. So I know. I know. Me and you had talked to Wayne before about um, 2020 has been a really, really rough year, and um, I know that uh, me, you, and Maul had discussed something prior to COVID that we had really wanted to do that. Um, we never really talked about it publicly, uh, how we just wanted to get our particular community together, right. um, as well as like a day of healing, because uh, it's been a lot of death. I mean, I'm quite sure everybody uh, on this in the show has been affected by the COVID. Somebody we know passed away, a loved one, friends, colleagues, uh, coworkers. Um, is there anything you want to say about that, Dwayne? Well, I just had a, a different perspective on 2020 than most people. Um, 
you know, I know most people was like, oh, it was a curse year. It was this. I can't wait to get out of it. But for me, 2020 was good for me because it allowed me to have so much time with myself that I was very reflective on what I needed to improve upon myself. Like the world slowed down and shined the light on me. And I used that time. I never spent so much time alone in my life. And Q, you know, I'm a big family guy. I love being around a lot of people. I love being social. And I've never been this alone in my life. And it was good. Because if you cannot spend time with yourself and love yourself, you can't love or help anybody else. You know, so I'm, I was thankful for 2020. Not for the loss, because we lost way too many people, especially in uh, our town of Ox Hall. And, you know, prayers to the Carter family and the Scott family who recently had losses, but 2020, man, like a lot of churches and I'm a, I'm a spiritual guy. So, you know, forgive me, but it's who I am. A lot of churches had their theme going into 2020 is 2020 vision, clear vision. And for me, it really was, you know, because mm. I just feel that my guy slowed everybody down to say, look at how we're living. Okay. So I'm going to slow everything down. You got to get connected with your family this year and you just going to have all types of distractions out of the way. You ain't leaving your place. I'm shutting everything down. And a lot of people couldn't handle it. A lot of people couldn't handle it. So we got to look at that. We got to examine that. And uh, we pray as we go into this new year that we come out of it. You know, we've been through it. So we hoping that we come out of it and, and we're better for what we went, what we endured in 2020. Well, um, being that we're we're being reflective, Dwayne, oh, you know everybody everybody else knows that I I'm a big I like to play a lot. Well, yeah, well, why, why don't you tell Why don't you tell our audience in the thirty plus year of our friendship that you hung up the phone on me one day? I did. It was not one of my best moments in twenty twenty. Um, the big fella got the little guy agitated. The little guy got agitated. And he hung up on him. I hung up on him and my best friend of, of, of 42 years. I don't want to say that too long because then I tell my age. My best friend of 42 years, Craig, I hung up on him too. It was not one of those good days of reflection. It was, it was when I was being bad, you know. But, you know, he, he brings Quinn Ford. We met in the, we met here. He didn't tell it. It's fifth grade, but we met in the playground waiting to go into school. Like when we, you went to Central, I don't know, Ma. Ma, I know you're a little younger than us. Was the Central Six or Central Five when you went through there? It was Central Six. It was Central, it was Central Five when we went. Nah, Central Five, 1995. Central Five for Ma. I know what I'm, yeah. See, because Q, that changed in 92. Our senior years when they changed it all. But anyway. Um, for those who are not from the Union area, we call it Central Five because everybody in the fifth grade for us went to that school, sixth grade, I'm sorry, went to that school for a year. So there was like seven elementary schools, but for that one year, all the sixth graders was in the same school. And that's where I met this, this gentleman back in 1985, I think it was. Yeah, fall of 85. So we could tell our age. We both 46. But uh, we hit it off right away, man, and and uh, through everything that we've been in, you know, sometimes life will lead you in a different path from the people that you grew up with. But when you could come together 
and it's like you didn't miss a beat. It's a blessing. So I'm thankful for this man. I'm proud of this man. If you look at what he has done in 2020 just with this platform, this platform has brought communities together. It has brought people together. You know, it has its serious moments. It has its fun moments. And uh, I'm thankful for you, brother. And, and I'm looking for bigger and better things out of you as we go into this new year. We, we are an hour into it. So I'm putting the pressure on you now. We want bigger and better. Oh, I, I, I appreciate that, Dwayne. I appreciate that. And you know, that. whatever I could do, I'm going to do it. Because, you know, I, I, love to, I love to run this. I love to run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Dwayne, you always, you always, I, I, I got you on a show with Drea. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big fan, by the you, way. Like, I you tell her, tell her, Dwayne. Tell her, Dwayne. I tell Quentin all the time, like, she ain't on here enough. I know she got her own gig or whatever, but we need more Dre because your spirit is wonderful. And I just love what you bring to the table. I love the poetry corner and the cold, like everything that y'all bring on Tuesdays. I'll be snapping my fingers. I'll be like, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get on there because my, my stuff is like, like crazy. You know, Maul, I've known you, man, and I'm just proud of all that you do for our town and and Mr. Diamond, man, we know who you are. You've been around forever, man. And uh, the things you've done for Vox Hall is amazing, sir. So I salute you. And uh, unfortunately, I haven't had the, the privilege of of meeting Miss Drea, but I'm sure I will. I'll see her on this platform more. But we just want to live. We want to laugh and we want to love. And, you know, every day I try to put a little something positive on Let's Talk because sometimes Quentin be less talk after dark at six o'clock in the morning. Show, show now. Well, before, well, before I got on him two days ago for something he put up there. I was well, like, before, this is too before, much for me. Before Bill dropped, before Bill dropped, it's amazing that I had it's three. It was three Nick fans on here, and um, you know, I have been the thorn in Dwayne's side, messing with Dwayne about his Knicks forever. Um. The Knicks haven't won since I've been on this planet, but I still love them. And it's funny, it's because Dwayne, like I said, when we met, Dwayne was a Knicks fan, but Dwayne's favorite player was Magic Johnson. And Dwayne told me about a book that I um I still have. I still bought it. It's one of my first books I ever bought. And I read like everybody that knows me know I love to read. And Dwayne is the one that told me about. Pat Riley's book, The Winner Within, and I love that book. It's a very, very good book for anybody that needs to uh, find out what makes a what ticks inside of a person that makes them win or their why. And, so and, and that's what we need in 2020, uh, Q, because, uh, you know, my library has expanded. I, I, I bought like six new books in the last two months, so we need to start making those suggestions. Like right now I'm reading... Uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho, and it's a real eye-opener. Uh, I would suggest that book to anybody. He's a younger he's a younger uh, gentleman. He just turned 30. Um, he has a series of these on YouTube, and Oprah saw it and said, let's make a book. So Oprah backed him, and he made a book. It's New York Times mm -hmm. bestseller, and I can't put it down. Um, so I got other books to read, but I'm not reading anything else till I finish this, because I think our young people could teach us, right? They got they got a different perspective on things. 
Like, if you look at Maul, Maul is like graduated what, 2003 Maul? Oh, uh, 01. 01. So, me and Quentin uh, from Union in 92. And just in that little bit of time, the Union school system that we went in, as compared to Maul, was totally different. It was like, I could say six years in my, in my going to school in Union, where I was the only African American in class, you know. And you know, I would go back to my mother and father and be like, "There's nobody in there that that looks like me." But my dad was like, "Guess what? They're gonna teach you just like they teach them. So you better get over that, and you better learn just like they learn." So it's totally different, man. So we need the young people. They they like what again. You know, Maul knows I tell him this privately, so I say it publicly as well. All that he's done for our town in the last six, seven years is totally amazing. Uh, I'm proud of him. I thank him for his vision. I thank him for his drive. And I thank him for everything that he's doing. And he knows if there's anything I could do to help him, I'm going to do it. Because I don't live in Union, but I love Union. It's a part of me. Union by fall is a part of me, and it always will be. Appreciate that, brother. Yes, sir. Well, you guys, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, joining the show. Uh, like I said. Yeah, like third time I tried to get in here tonight. Maybe it was the fourth time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, from, 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 from day one, every I can honestly say every last one of you guys, um, I'd just be like, yo, come on. I need you. And you guys don't never tell me no. If if y'all doing something, y'all will say, uh, yo, I'm doing something. But if anytime I need you guys, you guys show up. And uh, you know, I really appreciate that. So just want you guys to know, have a have a good uh new year, prosperous new year. Um, if I can help you guys in anything, um with the as well, personally as well as the Let's Talk platform, it's here. Uh uh I never really explain the vision of let's talk to too many people, but um, I'll just say that it's open for everyone. Um, allow me to allow allow me to assist you with what you're trying to do, because we're only going to go as far as we want to go um, with with each other. Um, you know, so that all that's all I really got to say for that. Uh, is there any uh, Closing comments you guys want to make because I definitely don't want to take you guys. Like I said, I don't, I don't go out. You know, I was in Jersey the last six days, and I am happy to be home. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, you know, I know a lot of people. Uh, Billy, uh, I know Bill has done a lot of traveling. Bill used to be one of. Oh, did you pick me up from the airport? Yeah, I'm going to the airport. I'm my car's at the airport. I don't know how a person that travels a lot can do it. I mean, staying in hotels after a while, the beds are comfortable nowadays, but it's just, uh, just, uh, I can't do that too much. So does anybody have any closing comments? Dara, we want that book out uh, tomorrow, Dara. It's funny, my editor just texted me and said, I mailed something to you, check your mailbox. So. I should have it really, really soon. Keep us posted. Okay. Any closing? Any, any any comments, Bill? You have any comments you want to add? 
No, I was just going to piggyback what Dwayne said about the, everyone painting 2020 as being a bad year. I think there was some silver linings to it. I think the Black Lives Matter movement was huge. And I think that the millennials really put their stamp on history by turning around the civil rights movement. And they don't think the millennials get enough credit for doing what they did this past year. And I hope that this carries through onto 2021. Okay. Drea? Um, I was going to have to close on remarks. Just, you know, everybody keep your energy up, you know, be positive. Um, go back to old school remedies and keeping your immunity system boosted. Um, I've been taking car liver oil. You know, I got Southern parents if I'm taking that. <laughs> um, and just find, just find the joy in your life every day. You know, that's been keeping me going. Like, find what your purpose is and find the joy, find something to laugh at every day. And, you know, just love on yourself, unconditionally love yourself um, and other folks too. So that's that's my closing remarks. Well, I just want to tell you guys, I really, really appreciate you guys uh, spending your New Year's Eve into New Year's Day with me. And, um, and we will uh, definitely keep in touch and try to set something up and uh, look forward to going into 2021 and having a good prosperous year coming up. All right, guys. See, I know you all muted your mic, so y'all don't y'all can't talk at one time and nobody's talking to me. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, yeah. Hey, just live life loud in 2021. Live it loud, live it proud, and just love each other, love yourself first. And uh we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. We're resilient people. We're more resilient than we give ourselves. So Keep pushing forward. That's that's my last word. So with that, you guys, we're going to close out the show. Uh, I'm going to close out the show with something. One of, I'm going to promo one of the shows that's coming up Tuesday, um, the, the Poetry Corner. Uh, with everybody in the chat, thank you guys for joining us. If you guys want to stay on the line and talk after the show, you're more than welcome. And... With that, everybody in the chat, thanks for joining. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. My name is Joel Washington Atterbury, publisher, author, and poet of eight books. So walk with me as we take this ride. I am me, a narrator who has walked in the shoes of many. Through prayer and meditation, I found a way to cope and shine within my own light. Take a ride with me. As I walk down the pathways and roads, visiting streets and corners of life's ups and downs. Every book that I have written has its own significance. Where you are, it doesn't matter. Smile and laugh on your path. What you have more than cash is what makes your life last. True indeed, within your means are seen in higher dreams. Holds a heart a better team to provide a bigger scene. My book entitled The Marvelous Measures of Me is about finding your own corner in the sky. My pride will stay alive even if my spirit cry. Tackle the subject matter and content of relationship, love, disappointment. Our hearts can carry the brightness of the sun in the morning. Published books can be found exclusively at Amazon.com. Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Crown Rules with our host, Quentin Ford, and myself, Julia Dozier. I am the author of two books, 
focus on the health and well-being of relationships within the Black community. My first published book, Crown Rules, One Woman's Journey to the Sun, is an explorative journey into the heart, mind, and soul of a woman. It is designed for the rebuilding of a woman's self-identity, her purpose, and her vision for her future. The book contains journaling exercises for her to document her transformation on her journey to the throne. The second edition will be available in 2021. My current book release, Crown Rules 2, How Black Men Love, is purposed to provide healing and restoration to the relationships we conduct within our race by establishing first and foremost that black men do love. The book contains interviews held with 10 black men at different ages and stages of their lives. They share the meaning, perspective, and their experience of love in their own words. Each week, Quentin and I look forward to discussing the book and one of the 13 questions asked of each man. And we invite you, our audience, to share your questions, your thoughts, your experience, and your wisdom as we journey through Black love. So sit back, relax, and let's talk Crown Rules. Please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe.